we are live. Hello to all my guys, gals, and non-binary pals of Audio Podcast Land, and welcome to another episode of Hecna, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast. I am your lovely dungeon master for this game, Mikey. You can follow me on my personal social medias at Pop Culture Geek. You can also follow us collectively here at the D&D Vibe Tribe. Make sure to give us a follow to stay up to date on all the projects we got going on. Of course, I am never alone in this endeavor. I am joined by my amazing cast as always. So we're going to go around. They're going to introduce themselves, plug any socials and projects they got going on, as well as who they are playing tonight. So we are actually going to start with our lovely sweet Mikel. So take it away, my friend. Hello, lovely people of the interwebs. I'm Mikael. You can find me online at, at Instagram and Morbult TikTok, as well as Mickey Morbult on Twitter, I think. Uh, tonight I will be playing our intrepid bard, Moldy Vomit, the lead singer of Rancid Excrement and uh, currently stuck in a uh, fey realm he is not familiar with this is gonna be very interesting let's see if he actually plays the war gong tonight oh no i love it this is gonna be great this is gonna be great but thank you for that introduction all right next person to give their little introduction is going to be Fori. hello my name is socials you can find me at TikTok and Twitch under the same name of Foriana, and I will be playing the party's cleric, who's a little bit of a spitfire, Belladonna Green. Excellent. All right, next player joining us tonight is going to be Josh. G'day, everyone. It's Josh, aka MG Preacher. You can follow me on TikTok at MG Preacher, and as well as Instagram at MG Preacher Mark Two. And tonight, I will be playing the party's gunslinger, Maxim Mauza. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, next player joining us tonight is the one and only Shane. Hello, I'm Shane. You can find me everywhere on Shortbeard the Bard. And tonight, I will be playing Revy the Clown, a bugbear paladin with two, two brain cells that argue at the mere thought that a hat might drop oh no (laughs) oh my goodness my poor bugbear (laughs) and of course last but certainly not least we have Sutfin good evening we try that again it's Sutfin we are tonight playing Volfi a half elf rogue who apparently enjoys uh, short walks and pie eating contests Oh my goodness, that was such a great moment, which I cannot wait to get back into it. But as you may have noticed, we are missing a player, Echo. He is due to some circumstances. He will be taking a break from the campaign, but fret not, there is potential for him to return. But as of now, we are going to be traveling on in this story with these five amazing players. So with those introductions out of the way, let us get into tonight's episode proper. So to begin with the recap, last time on Hecna, after 
entertaining some of the Frankenstein monkeys as we have come to deem them. The gang made their way to the final room that has yet to be explored on the first floor of the hostile, excuse me, the hostel, where upon giving their tickets to a decapitated hand dressed in a kind of ticket master's hat, they entered the room to find themselves in what seems to be a small theater. Upon entering, the gang met Lord Squeak, who happened to be the proprietor of this room, and let them know that they find themselves in the game show room. After a little bit of coaxing, we had a couple of our party members partake in a pie-eating contest, which was probably one of the highlights of last episode, where upon... Placing in first, second, or third, each of them received a very fun item. And that is actually where we're going to pick up because the pie eating contest was the highlight of that. It was good. Moldy and Wolfie, you guys find yourself cleaning up the last remains of pie from your face, from your shirt, from wherever you got it. Belladonna, Revy, and Max, you guys were in the audience watching all this go down. So some of you were delighted. Others of you a little uh, taken aback by almost a couple of people up checking some pies. We we don't talk about that. And Lord Squeak goes, by the way, do any of you happen to be Scooter by chance? No. Nobody. You might be the second scooter? person that asked me that. Or you look like a Scooter. That's a darn shame because, and he pulls out from what seems out of nowhere, he pulls out this ginormous check, like the ones that they give when people go on like the prices or other game shows. It's just like this paper cut, like this ginormous paper cut out of a check. And he goes on to say, I had this check for one red ticket for Scooter because he won the last game. But since he's not here, if y'all want, you can have it. It's yours. Well, now that you mentioned, I do sometimes identify as a scooter of ass along the carpet. Okay, oh, this is going to be a great night. Lord Squeak just looks at you, Moldy, and just, I like your style, kid. Can work on the delivery, but eh, you're getting there. But here you go, and just hands you the ginormous check for one red ticket. That's what my mother said when she talked to the doctor that delivered me for <laughs> her delivery. Also, I'm uh, very annoyed that you didn't didn't call it a disarmed hand rather than a decapitated hand. And tomato, what you gonna do? One's without a head, and one one is uh, without the right to bear arms. Oh gosh, the puns are starting. <laughs> That's what you get when you call in a Swede to uh, make a podcast at uh, quarter to uh, three in the morning. And I love you for every minute of it. <laughs> thank you. All thank right. you. I'll be here all week and the rest of my life, probably. <laughs> so with that, the check is now yours for one red ticket. You read onto the check that you can cash it in at the front gate to claim your red ticket. Let's see. But yeah, so you now have this ginormous check, so you can count. I guess you can count it as your inventory. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So after handing Moldy the check, Lord Squeak looks at the rest of you. So you said that I'm the second person asking for Scooter? Yeah, we went to the birthday party. 
someone ask for someone named Scooter. That's a bit odd. Usually Scooter is just around here somewhere and does not like him to not be found. Tell you what, mate, what does this Scooter look like? Do you or anyone around here knows what he looks like? Because if so, we could, if we see him, we'll know who he's. Oh, yeah. If you see Scooter, you can't miss him. He's about yay tall, as Lord Squeak puts his hand near his hip. Uh, he's a bit of a neurotic character. He's very out there. Always, He's wearing like last time I saw him, he's wearing his candy striper uniform and got these his favorite swirly glasses there. If you look into his eyes, they can hypnotize you kind of thing. He's a bit of a weird one, but eh, he's not. I take that back. He still owes me a couple of red tickets, but that's neither here or there. Yeah, so about yay high to my waist, he's wearing his candy striper uniform, swirly glasses, like stark silvery hair and beard going on. Very loud. You you can't miss him. Oh, loud. Thanks for this uh, description, Mike. It was a very good description, as my colleague here said. But I have some further questions. Is it loud as in uh, personality-wise or loud as in outfit-wise? It is important, for I am a bard, you see. I want to say yes to both. He likes Good. to wear... That's the, all he, I need, actually. Okay. And just so you don't forget, Lord Squeak pulls out from his vest pocket a little notepad, writes down the description, and hand it to you, Max. If you ever need a little bit, just look at it. You can't miss him. Woo. With that being said, it looks like I got some cleaning to do around here. But feel free to come back anytime, anytime you want a chance at another game. I'm always testing these out. No one else will, but eh, whatever. Oh, speaking of which, after you're done here, <laughs> if you all like games, you should test out the midway at some point. It's a great time, though. They won't let me test my games over there because they're not big enough. But eh, neither here nor there. One day, one day. Anyways, yeah, the Midway. So should you guys find yourself later or getting bored, go ahead and just head to the Midway. There's lots of fun over there. This does going to cost you tickets, though, so just keep that in mind. But other than that, as Lord Squeak looks around, I got some pies to clean up. But feel free to chit chat here to explore the room a little bit. Or if you're ready to move on, just make sure you tell Lord Squeak sent you. And for people to come visit me, it gets lonely in this room. Wait, do you never leave this room? No, not really. What if there was a fire? I can edge exit stage left as he points to like this <laughs> exit door to it. But even without the perception check, you could tell that this is not even like the closest thing to a real exit door. It's just crudely painted onto the wall. Well, Snagglepuss, uh, if you theoretically lower the price a little bit, you uh, might get some more visitors. Lord Squeak just looks sad. <laughs> At the mention of exit stage left, Moldy pulls out the war gong and says, Badoom! And uh, <laughs> hits it hard. Are we literally turning this into the gong show? Because that would be great. <laughs> yeah. You need to add the sound uh, now as well. Love it. But Lord Squeak turns back to you, Belladonna. It's like, other than that, yeah, I'm just here for the long haul. That's what I was told to do anyways. And uh, 
It gets lonely, but it, it has its charms. What, Lord Squeak, if we remember, and I, I'm, that's the thing, I'm not really promising, but if we remember, we'll totally come back and busy. No good being cooped up here all alone, all by your lonesome being all alone. That would be much appreciated. If you ever find yourself proprietors of the hostel, you can always ask for Mona to keep have you guys stay in this room as he presses a button oh. on his remote. And like you just see like the chairs move a little bit and turn into like caught fancy, nice. you know, <laughs> this is nice. This is good stuff. I like it. I think I could use one of those cots after the pie. I could nap. Yeah, the food coming will get you. Don't worry about it. Just take a couple laps around the hostel. You'll be in tip-top shape. Though, if I'm being completely honest, these are probably the safest types of pies you will eat around here. I don't. I wouldn't recommend going to the food court. But if you're an adventurous type, eh, I think you'll be fine. But yeah. Why shouldn't we go to the food court? I like uh, trying new food. Let's just say that the food at the food court, let's just say it's uh, it's fine. It's passable is the best way I can put it. Uh -huh. it's, not, it's not the greatest thing on the planet, but it's not the worst thing that could happen. I get it. I'm picking up what you're putting down. And she pulls him in real close and she goes, you're telling me it's mid, aren't you? Ravi squats down to see what he's put down. Midwestern, <laughs> that's what mid means. Yeah, I'm from the fantasy world Midwest. So I know all about mid food, mid sports, mid just about everything. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Are you paraphrasing MJF right now? I need to know. Oh my gosh. Wrestling references. We gotta love to see it. They transcend everything. <laughs> I love it. But Lord Squeak just is in a whispering tone too. It's just like, I knew I liked you for a reason. Yeah, they're mid at best. And as Lord Squeak looks over you to Revy, it's just like, you didn't necessarily drop anything per se, but... I'm happy that you're joining the conversation, question mark. Oh, Lord Squeak, a uh, little note. Hmm. You say question mark, it comes off as sarcastic. At least that's what my rhetoric teacher told me. Oh, you're quite right. My apologies. Didn't mean for it to be sarcastic. <laughs> Was that sarcasm? I failed rhetorics. Oh, I see. Was that sarcasm? Oh, but do you here? If you find the time, come see me and I'll catch you up on all that good stuff. Was that a rhetoric? As Moldy's do goes up, and this. I mean, you know what? Let's see if you can hear them. <laughs> Go ahead. And oh, no. Nice God's give me a good roll on this. Yeah, give me perception. Yeah, that's the wrong page. Yeah, from where you're at, you can hear this conversation going on. Nobody's really trying to hide it. I can pretty much just hear Moldy going, is that sarcasm? Is that sarcasm? <laughs> so I'm just standing over there. Just everybody's huddled around Lord Squeak. I'm just I'm just standing there face fully in palm. All of a sudden, I, I hear that's your trigger fingers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Revy's going to stand up. Holding... One. All right, so Revy stands up. Revy's going to stand up holding some pieces of pie he picked up from the ground. Here. Lord Squeak just takes him. 
Mighty cute. Oh my goodness. But yeah, Lord Squeak just looks at you and says, you know what? You're the funnest guests I've had in quite some time, so feel free to come back anytime you like. But might as well get the pie cleaning. Otherwise, it's going to stain the floor and Ramona will kill me. But speaking of which, if speaking of which, you should probably go talk to her. Because if it seems that Scooter is a very popular man and maybe she knows where he went. Uh, can, can, can we form a huddle real quick? Oh, yeah. I step over into the huddle. All right. So. I have a question. How do they get the mint flavor into toothpaste? No, I think that's something you need to ask an alchemist. (laughs) So second question is, what are we doing exactly? Are we following this scooter trail? Are we talking to this Ramona person? Are we just hanging out here in preparation to off Hecna? Also, three, where does babies come from? Oh. I'm very hungry. To answer question two, all the above. To answer question three, yes. You're a virgin, aren't you? I've been in many it's, campaigns. What do you bloody think? It's it's not a sex thing. It's a ritual thing. Okay, you know what? What? How about we just focus I'm on I'm heading the towards question. the door. <laughs> I'm just heading towards the door. I'm like, I'm done. It's excuse me, and just walks to the door. So Max is on his way to the door. So that <laughs> happened. But here's... All right, let's try this again. Belladonna, you were about to say something. We're just going to say, yeah, don't know about the whole LNK Erkna, hey? Just because he seems kind of like a tough fella. He, he seems like a, a big check to write. And yeah, I'm here with you guys. If, if that's the goal. Sure. I thought the goal was to get some candy floss and then to get the fuck to go home. It's an all ages podcast, dear. You can say fuck. Oh. Be careful. All of a sudden, you just hear from the rafters. It's just, there's a reason why the podcast has an explicit rating, so it's okay. (laughs) Oh, you're right. You don't just hear that random voice. I always hear hear random voices. Oh, yeah. Revy. Would you care huh? for a snack? Sure thing. You, get, you getting peckish? Or did you get enough? Did you have any of the pie? I can't even remember. It's been five minutes. No, I didn't. I didn't participate in the pie eating contest. You reach your hand on into my my magical munch box and you whatever you think of, whatever your little heart desires, it's yours. Oh, get a room. It's like a... Uh, like a foyer uh, or something. So Ravi's going to reach in and uh, pull out a meat pie. <gasps> oh. Ooh, what kind of meat is in there? Please <gasps> tell me it doesn't have a Sweeney Todd brand on it. Copyrighted purposes. <laughs> no. Sweeney Todd is a, like almost a hundred year old play. That is true. Originally, he's from a Penny Dreadful, so even older. But no, I can't. today. Me too. Um, nope, can't go down that rabbit trail because we're going to be here forever. So back to the pie. <laughs> but yeah, so out of Belladonna's munch box is what we're calling it because I'm here for it. It is the magical munch box. The magical munch box. I, yes. I love it. Bow, so yeah. Bow, wow. Chicka, bow. So, Ruby, as you 
Think about having a meat pie out of the magical munch box. As you retrieve your hand, out comes a nice meat pie. <laughs> and it's nice and steamy. It's all it's warm to the touch. It's not super hot in your hand, but it is just the right temperature to stay warm as it is sitting in your hand. Fantastic. I'm assuming you're going to start eating this thing as we're walking around. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, uh, I just can. Oh, I need someone to draw a picture of this bugbear paladin clown eating a meat pie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I was, I was uh, recruiting an animator for this story. No, for the. Oh, sorry. It's a uh, wrong podcast. We'll talk about it afterwards. But yeah, so Revy begins eating this pie. Max has left the room. The rest of you, I'm assuming y'all gonna head out too. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. You guys start heading out of the room. So, Max, since you are technically the first person to exit the room, as we'll just say rewind a couple of seconds as this whole thing is going on, you reach the door and outside of the room for some reason you see Nick kind of just waiting on on the outside of the door he sees you exit it's just like having fun there I don't know mm-hmm. I really don't know I think they had fun <laughs> as Revy pops out of the door next <laughs> blast at least somebody's having fun around here then so max i have a bit of a favor that i'm gonna need you to do for me what's up mike as i on here as an assignment for my school for my college i should say and something else came up so i'm gonna need to go investigate somewhere else real quick you got into trouble again, didn't you? I wouldn't say that, but let's just say that I'm going to need to do a little bit of extra credit if I'm going to make up for allegedly missing the deadline on my project. First of all, that be a- yes, you did get into trouble again. <sighs> Second Fine, of all, yes, yes. Of course, I know you too well. But yeah, you go do what you need to do. And I get like right in his face. Stay out of bloody trouble. Other than that, have a good time. Oh, most certainly. I will try to stay out of trouble as he rolls his eyes as he says the sentence. But you do the same. Don't make me come rescue you again like last time. My fingers just rest on my eyebrows. Just get, a, just get out of here, you bloody wonder. All right, don't be a stranger. As Nicholas kind of heads back towards the curtain, which at the same time as he exits towards the exit of the hostel, in comes Ramona. She does a quick head turn, looks at Nick heading towards the exit and then looks at you guys and says, OK, then he seems to be off doing something important, but mm, that can be talked about later. Anyways, how are you faring? Have you found anything out about what might be the source of the screaming that's going on in here? I can yell a little bit. If that screaming you want, like as he's doing that, my eye is just twitching. Both are just one. You're just like, I I, I want you to picture a half elven pale faced, like extra pale faced because he has makeup on or like corpse paint, black 
stripy haired dude with yellow goat eyes is going as if he is trying to emulate the world's most annoying sound. <laughs> Dumb and dumber. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's moldy. He's special. Not in the we can do something with him. More like he should be put away somewhere. Uh, oh, no. And I probably shouldn't say this, but I... Then don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's well. good advice. Good advice. Sorry. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. But yeah, Ramona just looks at you, Maldi, after your scream and just... Doesn't he... Now, she is an awakened marionette, so there isn't any really normal facial features, but you can swear even through her marionette-like uh, skin, you just see what, what are her eyes just blink in just astoundment, curiosity, a little bit of a perplexed notion before turning to the rest of the group, right? No, not that was a good imitation, but no. Not those screams, the other screams as the rest of you guys just take a moment and you hear coming from somewhere in the hostel. Oh, get me out of here right now. That scream as Ramona just points to the ceiling. Oh, yeah, those are. I see. Have uh, you uh, any leads on to what might that be? Molly turns to a corner of the room. You stay out of it. I don't know why you're screaming, but stay out of it. As Baldi's having this moment, Ramona just turns to the rest of you, turns to uh, Belladonna. Is he normally like this? Uh, yeah, as far as we can tell. Yeah, it's just an all the time thing. Now, where have we, you guys, where else have we heard that screaming? Because I hear it very clearly, vividly right here. Are you sure it's not in your desk or in in your shoes? Because it sounds like it's right here. Mean as Ramona looks around. I've looked everywhere. I'm just a little perplexed because we haven't had any guests stop by with any like recently, I should say. At least I don't think so. Yes, we have. No, we haven't. Yes, we no, we haven't. Never mind. Have we? I don't know. My book says Boy, that some we haven't had anyone. Or maybe by we some did. chance, it's a 50-50 shot, <laughs> but by any chance, could something or someone be stuck under the floorboards? That was a one, that, that, that was only a one-time thing. I wish people let it go a little bit, though. We took care of the monster underneath the floorboards, but could it be back? I don't think so. It hasn't ate anyone yet. Or maybe it has. I don't know. But, okay, if that is... But why would it be back? It would need to have people in here besides you. But I need to have guests and I don't think anyone has stayed or or maybe someone has stayed. Have uh, you heard about Ramona, anyone staying well, in here? Not really, but we do know that there's someone that goes by the name of Scooter is kind of MIA. Scooter? Scooter. Scooter. That's it. Give me one sec as Ramona runs back and then grab and comes back. And now you see her holding a very hastily held together ledger style of a book. It's got a faded red cover 
the gold lettering where it says uh, guest book on it has been faded to all hell. It's cracked in certain places. Like some of the letters are missing and she begins flipping through the pages. Scooter, scooter, scooter. Ah, here we go. Of course, how did I forget him? He's one of the hostel's biggest customers. Though I did wish he paid. If Hecna likes you, you can't really say no. But yeah, Scooter was here. Actually, Scooter checked in not that long ago before you guys got here. Well, Do you think it could be him screaming? not long ago? It says he checked in not even 30 minutes before your arrival. Or maybe it's been longer. Or maybe it's been shorter. Longer, shorter. Anyways. But yeah, it seems that Scooter has checked in. I wonder, do you think he could be behind the screams? I think they're saying he's behind the walls. He's in the walls again. I told him to stay out of it. Damn it. (laughs) Like I told him, he's not a termite. He can't be ruining my walls here. Could you get in the walls? We got rid of that clock a long time ago, so there shouldn't be anything in the walls. Hmm. I'm going to have the maintenance man take a look at it later. But anyways. So, Scooter... The only way to confirm if Scooter's the one behind the screaming is to find him. And it seems that as she looks down the hallway, looking behind you guys, it seems that you guys have checked every floor or every room, I should say, on the first floor, which means I wonder if he's up there on the second floor. Shoot. Only one way to find that. Moldy staring off into a corner. I am so tired of having this conversation with you. That is not where babies come from. Oh no, we can't. I can't. <laughs> as soon as he says that, I just hang my head and just slowly start making my way to the stairs to go to the second floor. And no, that's not what a rat king is. It's where the rat <laughs> queen dies. But leap. No, wait. Hang on. I thought a leap. raccoon was Tails a fuzzy animal. Just get, leans into you, Revy. I think he's talking about something else. I'm just as... Are you as confused as I am? I'm very confused. I'm I'm always confused. By the way, I'm Ramona. Nice to meet you. (gasps) Ruffy, I like your name. Thanks, I got it for my birthday. (gasps) Me too! (laughs) Ruffy, I need a a, fourth opinion here. Where do babies come from? No, 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 that's not the question. If you stab a man at 30 miles an hour, what density of jam do you need to put on your sandwich afterwards? This has been a delight. Hold on, I I have an answer for this. (laughs) Yes! Doesn't have to be, like, a specific measurement of density, except for, like, crunchy, smooth, pulp, uh, actual fruit, stuff like that. That works. Still screaming... Okay, so you see a weird glint in Revy's eyes as you hear him say, I should stop jiggling after three shakes. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That should shut them the fuck up. It's the, It should stop jiggling after... What, what was it? Three shakes. Three shakes! Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no more voices for a while. I'm guessing by this time I've already made it to the base of the steps. All time I've just been slow walking with my head hung down. Oh my god. So I'm so excited. It's gonna be fun. 
All right. So after that lovely conversation, Max, you're heading up the stairs. The rest of y'all are, I'm assuming, are heading up the stairs with him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sweet. <laughs> okay. So as you guys make your way up the stairs, you guys, it's just climbing up the stairs. You get to the second floor. So the hallway layout is same gaudy decor. You have this carpet in the middle. But the only difference is whereas the first floor had a couple of different rooms here. You only see technically you see four rooms as well. But as you look down the hallway, you can see that three are clearly defined. But there is one room towards the very end where it seems that there's a door there. But there's no keyhole, no knob, no nothing. It's just the actual door itself and the handle to open it or even with a key or even just to turn to open the door seems to be missing. But yeah, there are four rooms on this hallway. As you go, as you look down the hallway that on the three rooms that are visible, you see one has an anchor on it. You see one has a little campfire on it. And then you just see the room that just has that emoji with someone putting their hands up and shrugging their shoulders like, I don't know. Ooh, 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 the indecisive I'm sorry, one. what was the first one again? Anchor. I, 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 I like the indecisive one. The one that says, huh? you get me? I, I agree with you, Moldy. Um. I think the artistry is very nice. I think the artist wants to convey a, what's the word? Some sort of, I'm unsure what the word is. It's on the tip of my th- tongue. Despair. Despair is right. Yeah. I was going to go with more of a kind of a uncertainty of the world, but I like your answer better as you hear a voice from behind you. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> so as you turn around to see the source of this voice, you guys recognize the voice of this little medical bot that you guys met at the very beginning when you guys started exploring the rooms. He's a little med botch that kind of is zipping around all over the place. I just see right there is fine and all, but I like your interpretation better. Oh, also. Hi, guys. Just Again? a refresher. This was Charlie, wasn't it? Yes, this is Charlie the Medbot. <laughs> okay, I wanted to make sure I had the name right. Charlie, how you doing, little mate? Oh, yeah, I'm doing better. It seems that you guys have come up to the second floor after all. Oh, I'm so excited. It's hard for me to go downstairs with this one wheel, but uh, I make it work. But yeah, welcome to the second floor. I'm assuming that you're here to on a quest, a mission. Just to explore, to go fight, take a nap. What are you in here? What take? What brings you to my domain of the hostel? I think All it'd the be above, harder for you to go up the stairs with one wheel. Technically, yes, I make it work. But yes, as he looks around the party, ooh, are you here to investigate the screaming noises? As for automaton can be, you just see a gleeful smile spread across Charlie's face. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, the screaming. I don't know exactly where they are, but if you guys are exploring the rooms like you were on the first floor, feel free to explore. Of course, if you need any help, you can always ask me too, since this is where I, well, live, stay, eh, a little abide. bit of everything, I guess. Abide. Yes, abide is a great word. What does abide mean? Pretty much where you stay. Gotcha. 
you eat, sleep, walk about, whatever. It's kind of all the above answer. Ah, I see. Then tell me something, Charlie. That door over there, and I point towards uh, the one that doesn't have any doorknob or anything on it. Mm -hmm. What's the deal with that door over there? There's no doorknob, no hinges, no nothing. It's just a door. Yeah. Ramona says, Ramona says I'm not allowed to go in there, but she also says nobody else is allowed to go in there per se without her permission. I just stare off and just be like, I want to go in there now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Be like, what's behind the door? But with this, with him saying this, I want to turn to the rest of the party. There's no hinges, no doorknob, no nothing on that door. It's just there. And a little bit ago, we just heard somebody saying, let me out of here, or whatever it was. Could whatever be saying that be in that room? And the reason they can't get out is because there's nothing on the bloody door. Oh, uh, I know. I know how to do it. Can, can I try it? Charlie just looks at you, Moldy. I'm all for it, but what do you plan on do? Oh, it's a surprise. Ooh, I like surprises. I just look at Charlie. I don't know if we should be excited when he says that. Moldy saunders up to the wall or the door without any hinges, without any knob, I suppose. And he leans against it, whispering softly to it. I'm here for you, and I will love you, no matter who you love, because that's what parents do. It's okay to come out to me. I have no words. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's a coming out story. <laughs> oh my god. What are we doing? What are we doing? This is, uh. what, ha- this is what happens when you allow a very tired and fairly drunk Swedes to play Bard. bards, yes, but also like fairly m- meta aware bards. And it's actually canon that he's meta aware because he is born <laughs> within the Feywild. Yes. Yes, I remember. <laughs> so, yeah, Multi, you're just speaking to this door. The sentiment is very nice, but there's no response from the door. <laughs> What are you, some sort of homophobe? Oh my gosh, let's not. I was talking to the door, not you. Oh my goodness. But yeah, there's no no response from the door. And Charlie's just, oh, is it like one of those things where it's going to happen a minute or two later? You got to give it some time or what? Time is all we can give it. Unless Charlie just turns to the rest of the group and just Ramona. Is he always like this? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. That was a nice try, but I'm trying to remember. Ramona said that we need something. I would say ask Ramona, but if she won't let me in there and she doesn't like it with anyone else in there without her, her permission. Quick question. I just look at Team Little Big and say, should I go ask Ramona if we can... Try and get in that door. Okay, so we'll put a pause on that real quick. So, Maldi, you had a question. (laughs) Is there a keyhole? So, from the description of the door, there's no handle. There's no doorknob. There is no keyhole. It's just just basically a door without a keyhole and a 
doorknob attached to it. I'm gonna pull out the Moldy's gonna pull out the brass key that he has, and Ooh. and just under the doorknob, he's gonna as if there is a keyhole, put the key against it. Maybe this one.